This is Melissa Golden, and you're listening to Freedom in Numbers, and this is The Morning Mouthful. Good Wednesday morning, July 8th, 2020. Have I got a hot take today. I'm going to thank my my dad, Steve Golden, for this one. You want to talk about blood boiling. Um, I'm going to do things a little differently today. I'm actually going to go off the cuff because I got a job. Uh, Back to the 40-hour grind. So uh, I am beat. I'm trying to get ready for work. Uh, so, so going to be a little different today. Let's see how this goes. So uh, right out the gate, I- I'm going off of an interview with the daily caller with Justin Goodman, the vice president of white coat waste project. And they have been lobbying against medical animal and specifically canine testing since the mid two thousands. They are a watchdog group. Um, and they have been working tirelessly trying to find all the ways that that our federal government just hemorrhages taxpayer money on unnecessary stuff. Which really, I mean, this would be a great topic for my Friday Weird Wasteful. But I, I mean, but honestly, there are enough weird, obscure, and just downright wasteful government programs that I could probably do one five days a week and not just Fridays. Um, but anyway... What this interview was, was he was talking about, uh, like I said, the FDA's requirements, not just suggestions, but requirements that companies do animal testing. Um, and, and he shared some figures, some really tragic figures, a lot of which are I tried to find them on the FDA's website, and they are darn near impossible. Um, but he said that, that $20 billion a year in in, in taxpayer money goes to government testing on dogs. So that doesn't include the amount of money that is spent by private companies upholding the FDA's quote unquote standards. Uh, and these testing requirements date back to the 1930s. This is when they started the animal testing. And he claims that this is a, this is a product of, you know, just kind of doing things the way we've always done them. Even though private business is outpacing government regulation to the point that many of these drug companies have absolutely no need to do animal testing on most things because they already have developed so many other technologies that they can determine if it's going to be safe for humans and move straight into human trials. So the whole thing is completely obsolete and completely insane. Now, Here's where it gets like screwed up is that the FDA specifically recommends using beagles because they're small and docile. Uh, And Justin says that basically this equates to they're easy to uh, cage and torture. Um, And and the FDA also admits that nine out of the 10 drugs that do pass dog and animal tests fail in human trials. And many drugs that have failed the dog tests and the dog trials have actually already been successfully used in humans. So the whole thing is just completely insane and completely wasteful. Uh, and, and the key key example that he points out, because the the interviewer asks, uh, you know, who is who's a drug company that's in huge opposition to to this practice? And he calls out Vanda Pharmaceuticals, and he said. 
couple, two, three years ago, they actually had a drug in late stage human trials, meaning that it's already proven as safe and effective in humans. Because as I said, these companies have the technology to know whether it's going to cause any major, major issues in people and can go ahead and start testing in people a lot of times. And so the FDA mandated that Vanda Pharmaceuticals for this drug do a nine-month study in dogs, costing the company at the very least $750,000, almost a million dollars, three-quarter of a million dollars if they wanted to take their drug to market. And of course, Vanda Pharmaceuticals is looking at it and saying, well, why would we spend almost a million dollars on a drug trial in dogs We already know that it's safe in humans, so they didn't do it. So the drug was dead in the water at this point. And and Justin states that the insult to injury is that the drug is now a potential treatment for COVID-19-related pneumonia, the most deadly symptom of COVID-19. However, since the FDA shut it down two years ago, we have no access to it. It would have literally already been available I mean, it very well could have been. And and I seriously, I just, I don't understand. And I, I want to understand, but I don't think it's possible how anybody is backing and, and is still towing this line that your government gives a shit about you. How can you, po- I mean, we have been, we have been tirelessly fighting for animal rights. We have had congressmen and congresswomen and presidents and every talking head and every politician in this nation again pandering freaking pandering to us on this whole animal rights thing and then we've got the atrocities of of you know the depopulation of massive amounts of livestock during COVID-19 and then this comes out that a drug that could have been used to very apparently easily treat COVID-19 related pneumonia and save the lives of thousands, tens of thousands of people was all shut down by the same freaking government that has been pandering animal rights and has been ooh, doing stuff. They have not been doing anything because you can't tell me that these individuals did not know this was happening. They are in the government. They knew that this was going on. Now, he also says that his organization uh, whistle blew on the FDA for spending five and a half million in taxpayer dollars to addict monkeys to nicotine. Like, you cannot make this stuff up. And this isn't like the 1920s when the federal government did syphilis trials on unknowing black people, you know, telling them that it was a vaccine. This is like 2000s. This was a couple years ago. That the FDA was spending five and a half million taxpayer dollars to addict monkeys to nicotine. Oh my God. So remember my rant a couple days ago on how horrible the veteran, the VA is? I mean, they're just, it doesn't get a lot worse in the government. Well, some white coat waste project work and lobbying and and being the loudest voice and some other concerns spurred the National Academy of Science to conduct a consensus study report. And a consensus study report is where they take um, scientists, professors, intellects 
uh, industry folks. So it's a consensus of everybody who may have some knowledge on the subject. Because I know how much you government defenders like your experts got to have the expert opinion and trust the expert. So here's your expert opinion. So the National Academy of Science and their consensus study report, which they released this report uh, just last week, it's called the Necessity Use and Care of Laboratory Dogs at the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, found that using laboratory dogs in research at the VA is scientifically necessary for only a few areas of current biomedical research. Now, the report is 170 pages long. Uh, I did not read the bad boy, uh, but it is available to read, I believe, in its entirety on the internet if you Google necessity, use, and care of laboratory dogs at the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs. So, based on their findings that the VA basically has little to no excuse to be using, like, $15 $15 million, $15 billion worth of animal testing every year. Well, and it's not just the VA, it's the government as a whole, but I'm sure the VA is a huge chunk of that. Of course, you can't find any of those numbers because the crooked government doesn't want to give you their numbers. Anybody with any amount of transparency would gladly give you their numbers. Our government is not intransparent for your safety. They're intransparent because they are crooked as crap. That's it. So they made, the the National Academy of Science made recommendations to end the practice of using dogs and other animals in research. But it will be up to our politicians to actually make the changes. Although the National Academy of Science was founded by the United States government, actually by Lincoln, um, they don't have any power to actually do anything. Now, on Monday, a key congressional committee voted to completely defund all dog testing, specifically at the Department of Veteran Affairs. Now, this particular bill in no way addresses the fact that the FDA does require uh, pharmaceutical companies to do, and this isn't just drug testing, this is prosthetics, this is anything medical is being tested on animals. And so this this bill does not even address the insanity that is the FDA requiring that the, the pharmaceutical companies do all of these things. So the subcommittee's bill will now go on to the full House Appropriations Committee and then the entire House for a vote. And then it still has to go through the Senate. And if the Senate passes it, then it'll be signed into law by the president. Now, I haven't even told you the craziest part of this story. The Washington Post is literally the only news organization to report anything on this. I mean, if you ever needed, like, any more, any more solid proof... I mean, how can you deny at this point that the media is not in massive cahoots with our crooked, stinking government? Because this should be huge news. As much as the media has backed PETA when they need to, I mean, this all goes back to the stupid pandering crap, is is it's only an issue when it's an issue. Nobody actually, you know, the, the media doesn't actually give a crap about animal rights. They only give a crap about animal rights when you do. 
Because when crap like this is going on, oh, well, you know, the people care about Black Lives Matter right now. So screw the beagles, screw the puppies. Oh, my God. And you wonder why medicine and medical care in the United States is so expensive. And here's a here's a rant that I've been on. And, and, and really, it's just a discussion that I've been on with a number of people is, you know, I have a lot of people in my in my circle that firmly believe that we need to expand Medicaid, we need to expand Medicare. And I even know quite a few people that think that we need a single payer system. We can all agree that the system is broken. It is very broken. If you have ever looked at your bill, if you have ever seen what your insurance has specifically billed you for that they just decided to not cover and let you pay for, you will understand how completely broken the system is. I mean, just on a personal note, I I spent 30 minutes in the hospital peeing in a cup for a UTI. And that may be TMI, but it cost me $967. I sat on a bed, I wrote on some paper with a pen, and I peed in a cup. I was there 30 minutes, nine over 900 almost a thousand dollars there is no freak well this is why crap like this is exactly why everything's so expensive have you ever tried to take your pet to the vet for something out of the ordinary or for an injury it will cost you a half a month's salary as well i mean if it's anything out of the ordinary if it's anything but shots if it gets run over if it gets rocky mountain spotted fever uh, anything, it's going to cost you a small fortune. And it's because the FDA does stupid crap like this. This is just absolutely barbaric. There's no reason for it. I mean, the fact that private business is so rapidly outpacing our government and our government absolutely refuses to be a part of the times, refuses to do so. All they do is just suck, suck, suck the money out of us. That's it. For what? For literally nothing. Nine, let me reiterate, nine out of 10 of the drugs that pass the dog trials fail in humans. It's completely pointless. It is literally just flagrant waste of your hard-earned money and you're telling me that this is the organization that you want to turn more of your money and more of your freedom over to i'm i don't know what to tell you i just told you we'll see you tomorrow hey freedom loving listeners thank you for being a part of this morning's mouthful if you need a little more freedom in your day feel free to check out our weekend edition of freedom in numbers we'll see you tomorrow